This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Joining us this morning is food author, DJ, and good friend of the show, Andrew Levins. We love posing him food conundrums. And with Father's Day coming up this weekend, we want to get some ideas on what Dad might like for breakfast. Good morning, Levins. Hi, Sam. Thanks for having me. Pleasure, uh, as always. Uh, You're a father of two. Are you expecting your kids to bring you some breakfast in bed this weekend? So I have a rule. And um, it's that breakfast in bed, beautiful gesture. Bed, probably the worst place to eat breakfast. Worst room in the house to eat breakfast. I reckon like breakfast on the toilet would be, would be easier than breakfast in bed. And the repercussions afterwards are way, way, way easier to deal with. Crumbs in your bed, not, it's not worth it. Some people would disagree with you, though. Some people love the idea of just waking up, rolling over, having breakfast served to you. Why are you so against it? I think I'm with you. I, I do love the idea of it. But when, when you are entrusting this responsibility to young children, it's never going to go well. So um, my new policy for Father's Day is let's, yep, breakfast. The breakfast part is the best part of the three words that are breakfast in bed. Let's wait for me to get out of bed. You can bring me a cup of tea when I'm in bed. That's fine. I'll smash that. Get out of bed. And then the, the new rule is breakfast foods all day. Oh, is that you saying Father's Day should be breakfast food all yeah, day? Because I trust that's the, that's the meal that I trust my children to make the most. You know, from from a bowl of simple bowl, bowl of cereal to something more complex like pancakes, my kids can do that. They can do that without without supervision. Um, so I'm I'm entrusting them to make their favorite breakfast foods for me all day. Okay, and I'm encouraging everyone listening to do the same. All right, so we're talking breakfast food all day on Father's Day. And you are very good at cooking food and you write about food all the time. Can you give us some expertise on a couple of tips on maybe elevating breakfast for dad that goes beyond the standard bacon and eggs? Yeah, absolutely. Nothing wrong with bacon and eggs. Save bacon and eggs up. That's a, that's a, that's a passable dinner. You know, at least it's savoury. We want to do something fun and luxurious. Um, obviously, pancakes, always great. Tons of varieties. I mean, you could just do different varieties of pancakes throughout the day. And, and, and you would never feel like you're eating the same thing because there's a, you know, there's a huge difference between like little tiny little Dutch pancakes and, um, and, and, and pikelets and then the big flapjacks, you know, from America, you can come with them in lemon juice. You can do maple syrup. My favorite kind of pancake at the moment is called a Dutch baby. And this requires you to have a cast iron skillet and a blender. And so it's like an egg, a cup of flour, some milk, actually it's it's a couple eggs, um, it's a very eggy, it's, you can almost pass this off as a protein pancake. Um, it's not <laughs> much sugar in there, but you're blending it up, you're pulsing it up, and then you're melting some butter, clarifying some butter in your in your cast iron skillet, and then uh, preheating your oven to very, very hot. You pour the batter into the buttery skillet and then shove it in your oven, and it balloons up like a puffer fish, um, and you have this fantastic bubbly, eggy, thing that you can cover with like lemon and butter and powdered sugar, or maybe you can make um, some like, you know, like a raspberry coolie or some jam and pour that over the top. It's a superb breakfast. And I think one of the funnest pancake variations you can find. Have you got other pancake ideas? Like that's, that's next level, that one. Dutch baby. It, it sounds a lot more complex than it actually is. Once you do it once, you're like, oh, I could do this without consulting the recipe, you know, every single day. It's, it's simple. A little bit more clean up than your average pancake recipe, but you can you can allow it given how good it tastes. Um, look, I my go-to pancake recipe is actually, actually a buckwheat flour pancake. 
Um, I don't know if you've ever had buckwheat flour, but one, it's much healthier for you. Uh, way kind of, I think, way more rich in iron and all those important uh, minerals. Um, and it's a much more kind of, uh, it, it tastes richer as well, a very robust flavored pancake. And it's a, a, a lot darker in color. But, you know, if I more than two or three pancakes, I'm going to start feeling a bit guilty, whereas, whereas buckwheat pancakes, I can get six down before I start feeling guilty. You know, it's, it's not putting sugar on this. I'm putting maple syrup. Some people, some people say maple syrup is actually quite healthy and good for you. So it's fine. I'll, I'll drink half the maple syrup bottle. That's fine. It's healthy. Buckwheat pancakes, eggs, we're good. That's, that's a healthy breakfast. So you've, you've given us an op- option for uh, like a protein pancake in the Dutch baby, and then you've got buckwheat pancakes. Can you give us something at the other end of the spectrum that is just really not healthy, but you can just do it once because it's Father's Day? Surely there's something out there you can suggest. I mean, I would say like when it comes to actually pancakes themselves, you don't need to add anything to them to make them necessarily unhealthy. But you could, doesn't matter what kind of pancakes you have, there is nothing better than serving them with ice cream. And if you are managing to hit 9 a.m. and you've already eaten two scoops of ice cream with your breakfast, that's that's a good Father's Day beginning. This is Hope Breakfast with Sam. We are joined this morning by our good friend Andrew Levins. He's a Western Sydney dad. He's a food author, a DJ, and he's given us tips for Father's Day. But uh, you know what? I actually thought I should ask for some advice on what dads really want this Father's Day. Let's go beyond the socks. What is a dad really after? Uh, obviously, three breakfasts. <laughs> We've covered that off, yes. <laughs> I guess... Just uh, look, if, you, if, if you're a child listening to this right now, think of your, the jobs in your house that your dad complains of the most and get those done. Or at least just say, Dad, I, no one expects you to do this today. Just say, Dad, don't worry about making a bed today. Don't worry about unpacking a dishwasher. You don't even need to put shoes on today. Today's your day, Dad. There's no expectations. You can wear your worst tracksuit for the entire day and spill food on it and no one's going to mention it. That is the most ideal lockdown Father's Day you could ever come up with. If you're not being able to go too far from the house, I'm on board with you, mate. Let's do that. Let's take some uh, some jobs off our load. Now, mm-hmm. you've got a brand new book out today. It is the third in your Nelson trilogy. Can you tell us about Nelson for those who haven't met him yet? Yeah, so Nelson is an eight-year-old boy. Um, Nelson Hunter is his full name, and he hates vegetables more than anything in the universe. Um, so I've written three Nelson books so far. They all came were released by Penguin. And um, Nelson, Pumpkins and Aliens was the name of the first one. And in that book, Nelson is forced to face his greatest fear, and he has to eat a bowl of pumpkin soup. And when he wakes up the next morning, he finds out that pumpkin has given him super strength. And he learns that every different vegetable gives him a different superpower. So, so far, there's been Nelson Pumpkins and Aliens. There's been Nelson Broccoli and Spies, which came out at the beginning of this year. And coming out, uh, yeah, it's coming out today, is Nelson Eggplants and Dinosaurs, which uh, if you go to a kid's bookshop, uh, now you'll find it's the purplest book in the entire store. Bright purple on the outside, even brighter purple on the inside. There's only one color of, uh, of the illustrations and interiors are all in this incredible shade of uh, very, very bright purple. And uh, in this book, Nelson Nelson is forced to eat an eggplant curry by his best friend, Olive, who is a vegetarian. Uh, and when, when he swallows the eggplant curry, it turns him into a dinosaur. And so he has to use his dinosaur powers to fight a new substitute teacher who is a, a future obsessed. Imagine if Iron Man was your teacher. That's, that's who Nelson's teacher, new teacher is. So uh, he has to turn into a dinosaur and fight his robot teacher, which is every child's dream. I love this so much. You see, I've read these, uh, your first two books to my daughter, who's four, 
and um, I was I love broccoli and spies, knowing that broccoli turned him invisible. And mm-hmm. when I saw that eggplant and dinosaurs were coming up, I had no idea what eggplant would do. But actually, to turn him into a dinosaur, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty happy with uh, the third one. It might be my favorite in the series so far. Um, and uh, my son, who who gives me lots of ideas for the books, we've decided that then the fourth Nelson book, uh, we're going yellow. It's going to be Nelson corn and termites. Oh. So uh, you can you can let your imaginations run wild with what you think might happen when Nelson eats corn. That's really cool. I I have noticed uh, at the back of uh, the books when you finish it, there's a recipe which is very mm-hmm. cool. It's kind of combining your love of food writing and cooking. Uh, there, are we going to see an eggplant-based recipe at the back of this this book? Yeah. So the name of the eggplant curry that Nelson eats is called Bangan Bata, um, and it's a delicious, really um, limey um, eggplant curry that goes great with maybe some boiled eggs and basmati rice and pickles. Um, and so yeah, I put that I put that recipe in there, and I'll be sharing some uh, some photos of what that dish should look like. If you need a guide on my Instagram, which is at levdog l e v d a w g. Awesome. Do you think the eggplant gets a bad rap as a vegetable? Absolutely. It's one of the best. Essentially, it's, it's just a flavor sponge. That's why I like it so much. It still has its own own distinct flavor, especially when you grill it. But um, when you're making a, a curry, I love the you know the way how it it breaks down and just kind of mixes among. It's you know if you don't like eggplant, it means you haven't cooked it with anything good before. Because whether you're cooking with like Italian food, it's gonna no other vegetable mops up as much sauce as the eggplant in curries or in stir fries. It's just it's such a valuable vegetable. I love it. Well, there you have it. Uh, the brand new book out today: Nelson Eggplants and Dinosaurs. Maybe even a gift idea for dad and kid to read together. Uh, thank you so it's, much for joining yeah. us on Hope Breakfast, Andrew. Really appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. And if you are a dad and and you want your daily intake of of dad jokes, definitely the Nelson books. There's there's at least three per page. <laughs> it's your way of getting them out. Yeah, <laughs> an outlet. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.